0: My name is Maddie,
1: and I'm Hannah. We are murder mystery bookworms and aspiring amateur sleuths.
0: We are reading partners in crime, and over the last year we have gone
1: on sixteen book-based adventures. Now we want to investigate a real-life case using advice from murder mystery authors,
0: with the help of our feline sidekicks, Hercule and Hastings.
1: We will review a book, find sleuthing tips, and hopefully solve the case.
0: Welcome to the On Self Case of the Missing Salmon.
1: The book club for amateur sleuths. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Anne. How, How are, are you? you? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's all at the first hurdle. <laughs> How are you?
1: <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm quite excited because I have found an excellent newspaper article. Oh. Go on. Related to Murder Mystery, which I think you're going to like very much. Oh,
0: did you stumble across this organically or did you investigate?
1: Oh, wow. I just stumbled across it. Did you now? That's so exciting. Okay, it was meant to be. Yeah, as perhaps all skilled detectives do. You just stumble across a case or stumble across a, a newspaper article. Shall I tell you? Shall I tell you about this, this newspaper Yes,
0: I'd love to hear about this newspaper article.
1: So it is the top 10 underrated Agatha Christie novels. And it's an article written by Sophie Hannah, who is the author of The New Poirot Mysteries. Yes,
0: indeedy. She she did a closed casket.
1: Yeah, she did a closed casket. Something about The Four Quarters, The Mystery uh, of the Four Quarters, and then there's another one that I can't remember the title of, oh but there's a new Hercule Poirot mystery by Sophie Hannah mm. that has just come out. That's called The Killings at Kingfisher Hill. Okay, that's exciting. Okay, noted, noted. Maybe that'll noted. be a treat for us. Maybe, maybe. But what I thought we could do with these 10 novels that she suggested is to maybe quickly go through and you can say yay or nay if you've read them. Yep. Then whether you agree. Ooh, okay. With, yeah. no, whether like you agree that. with the fact they're underrated. Okay. Or whether actually you think, no, they're not that great.
0: <laughs> no, Sophie <laughs> Hannah, wrong. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm in.
1: Okay, you're in. Okay, the first yeah. one is the big four.
0: <gasps> okay, yes. I have read this one. I think it's a fun one so basically I I haven't read it for quite a long time but the adaptation on tv I think is enjoyable because it's so chaotic in quite an enjoyable way (laughs) it's all about it's got like espionage in there it's got like I think there's a bit of like sexual chemistry between Poirot and the lady in there um and I just think it's in some ways makes no sense but in that in in the most perfect way it's enjoyable so yes Ah, yes
1: okay so yes uh it's a no from me i read it and just thought it was complete ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) okay the second one is death comes as the end death comes as the end does always come at the end it doesn't ring any bells okay so i tried to start reading this and i had to stop because i found it too dry it's Actually set in ancient Egypt. Oh. So it's 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 an odd one. Okay. Maybe maybe an acquired taste. Okay, next one. By the pricking of my thumbs. Yes. Have read.
0: Don't remember loving it. Although do is that true? I get confused between that one and one two buckle on my shoe. <laughs> I think because they've got uh... similar like nursery rhyme type names uh therefore couldn't tell you anything about
1: it (laughs) (laughs) so this is the one where tommy and tuppence set off on an investigation into strange disappearances and it all begins with like the elderly resident of a nursing home saying was it your poor child there behind the fireplace Oh,
0: what? oh god that sounds quite ominous um no i haven't read it in fact i'm quite ashamed to say that i've never read any tommy and tuppence which Ooh. you have yeah you have chastised me for in the past and that will change
1: oh i don't feel like chastised you i've maybe <laughs> you maybe I've said had...
0: you should read them <laughs> <laughs>
1: you towards towards tommy and tuppen i mean because there's 10 i maybe won't do all 10 i'll just do two more and that'll be five okay the so next one is the pale horse no not read it
0: i can not read it really the the cover of the copy that i've got in my in my library um it's got a very pleasing color but other than that no
1: I agree. I think it does have a pleasing cover because we've got the same copy. I have read The Pale Horse and I've also watched the recent BBC adaptation of it. Oh. And I did enjoy. I enjoyed the book. I thought the T V adaptation was okay. So that is actually one that I would recommend. You're showing me up big time. Oh what in reading? Yeah. yeah, but this is this is only like a random randomly selected five. Don't you try and reassure? The... It's
0: true. It's just <laughs> out, true.
1: <laughs> out of the 80 plus that there are. OK, and then one more. So a yeah. uh, final one from Sophie Hannah's underrated Agatha Christie novel list at Bertram's Hotel.
0: Oh, I wholeheartedly agree with that. What and... a book. What a book. Oh, it's got so many elements to it as well. I think that's one of my favourites. What yeah.
1: of, of all the Agathas? All the Ags? Yeah.
0: yeah, all the Ags. It's my, fa- it's my fa- second favourite Marple.
1: Second favourite? What's your fave Marple?
0: Caribbean Mystery.
1: <gasps> oh, yeah, that's up there for me. Caribbean, yeah. Caribbean Mystery. Followed
0: closely Excellent. by At Bertram's Hotel. In many ways, some of the Marple books are better than the Poirots, but I've got a, such a sem- sentimental soft spot for... HP that I tend to rank them higher.
1: I just wish there were more, more of the Miss more Marples. Marples yeah, we don't see enough yeah. of her.
0: Oh, I found an um, I found out a great Miss Marple fact the other day. Do you want to hear it?
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay, so you know that the lady who plays, I think she's the most recent Miss Marple, Joan something.
1: Because Joan Joan Hicksford's not the most Hickson. Joan Hickson. Joan Hickson she she she's not the latest one she was Miss Marple in the 80s
0: okay but it's about the fact is about her okay great okay so when (laughs) Joan Hickson Hickson yes Mm -hmm. Uh, when Joan Hickson was a younger actress she was on uh, on stage in a play I think maybe when she was sort of very young and Agatha Christie went to go see the play and afterwards came up to her and said, I hope one day you play Jane Marple in an adaptation of one of my books. And then she did.
1: Wow. I feel That's like you're underwhelmed by that way. No, no, no. I'm impressed. But I'm actually thinking about how that might happen to, <laughs> to one of us in our life. Like, <laughs> what, what is the equivalent? And I think the equivalent is that <laughs> David Suchet... <laughs> <laughs> listens to this podcast and then is like they absolutely have to be in the next agatha christie adaptation <laughs> whatever it's that the closest
0: be. we can hope for yes which is difficult because he has <laughs> done them all now so he'd have to be like we're, we're going to refilm them we're going to refilm one of the episodes just so we can get these two in i think worth it
1: yeah no, but they do do a new version of an agatha christie every christmas don't they so we could we could
0: we could we're we're putting it out there now guys we're not very good actors or actresses we think we'd be great
1: yeah i I think we'd be amazing we know we know a lot about murder mystery
0: yeah but that's because we're excited we're not very good actresses
1: speak for yourself
0: okay fine i am not a good actress so i would just be i think i'd say i'm more of a hindrance on set than anything else but i'd be really (laughs) really 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 pleased to be there (laughs)
1: That is, that is a, top, a top fact. I'm glad you like it. That top fact, we should move to today's book.
0: Yes, let's. Okay, so, Hannah, 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 please tell me why you chose this book.
1: Okay, so first of all, I'll say that the book that we're discussing oh, yeah. is A Separation. By Katie Kitamura. The reason I chose it for us to read is it had this description of it. it says Kitamura's prose gallops, combining Elena Ferrante style intricacies with the tensions of a top notch it. And I thought we both love Elena Ferrante, who oh, do. wrote do. the My Brilliant Friend series. And we also both love a top-notch who done it. We do <laughs> like like the perfect combination to me. So that's why I chose the book.
0: Lovely, and I think that's excellent reasoning, personally. And could I have some initial thoughts from
1: you? It didn't really deliver on the who done it claim. I feel no. is, it, is it just a sort of a brief summary of what <laughs> happened? It's a young woman who is separating from her husband, but she gets a call from his mother, so her current mother-in-law, saying that he's gone missing in Greece and she agrees to go and look for him because they hadn't actually got round to telling any of their family and friends that they were separating. So as far as her mother-in-law is concerned, they're still married. And... So she heads out to Greece to see what's happened to him. And he's not there. He's disappeared. It's all very strange. And then he he's eventually found murdered by the side of the road. The reason why I say it didn't really <laughs> deliver on the who whodunny aspect is the book is mainly about her feelings of separating from her husband and the it, title...
0: <laughs> if we should have known that from the title
1: <laughs> I know I know so, <laughs> so I, I did think the writing had moments where it was very beautiful and there was a point at which I thought oh okay maybe there's going to be like a twist here and it's going to turn out that she killed her husband I honestly
0: thought that until literally like the the last page and then it finished and I thought oh she didn't so yeah I was with you I was absolutely with you there yeah
1: what did you think
0: (laughs) I think I mean (laughs) I kept I kept thinking does she know and by she I'm talking about you Han I kept thinking does she know something I don't know or is she reading this differently to me and is reading this as a murder mystery because I, I'm not and I've got no qualms with a non-murder mystery book as you know an avid reader I'm an avid reader but because I, I fully expect it to be one I kept thinking well I just come on I don't care and it just sort of dragged it dragged on a bit I thought
1: But I would argue that in the purest (laughs) term, there was indeed a murder.
0: There was a murder.
1: And we don't know who did it. (laughs) (laughs) And there was indeed mystery. There still is. Around the murder. The Greek authorities and police didn't really have the resources to investigate it. Uh, And there was a moment where she thought it might be Stefano. Yeah, Stefano, who was a taxi driver, who her husband slept with his, kind of his girlfriend. I I don't know that they were together.
0: No, I think maybe they're mates and he fancied her. She sleeps with this other guy and it annoys him. I don't think it's, it's necessarily enough motivation for murder, but in many ways it's actually more of a mystery. It's more of a murder mystery than any of the other books we've read because... It continues to be a mystery.
1: Yeah, it continues to be a mystery. And I suppose in that way, it was quite realistic in that Mm. she had a lot of unanswered questions about what happened to her husband. It was
0: missing the crucial denouement, which is what most people read a murder mystery book for, for, uh, the gripping reveal at the end.
1: It would have been a brilliant twist if she actually revealed... Right at the very end, she had killed him.
0: Oh, it would have been. Do you know what? If that had happened, and I had because I, I read it and I, I I didn't not enjoy it, but I did a lot of just kind of like, yeah, okay, and yeah, this is nice. But mm. if that had been the ending, I would have been like, oh, that's bloody good. I think I would have had yeah. a completely different opinion of it if that had been the ending.
1: Yeah, yeah, because she does, she does actually get all his money yeah and I know her husband's money <laughs> and it's like three million pounds I love
0: that she's like well it would be weird if I told them now that we're separated so I just keep all the money
1: yeah that's what made me think that maybe it was going to be revealed she had killed him because it was in the first person wasn't it so it could have been yeah. a sort of a like a ruse her pretending <laughs> that she had no idea what had happened
0: did you like her, the the protagonist, who's never named? We don't know her name, do we?
1: Not especially. No, me neither. <laughs> I mean, I get that she was in a difficult situation in that you know, her husband had gone missing and they hadn't had the opportunity to tell anyone that they were actually going to get a divorce. But there were quite a lot of opportunities before, even before they knew that that he had been killed where she could have just said oh no actually we're not together we're not we're not together yeah
0: she she had ample opportunity didn't she
1: i also don't really know why she
0: lied to uh, who was it she lied to someone um stefano i guess about the fact that she was doing this book about mourning
1: oh why did she do that that was strange and that I felt was quite I don't know, like had sort of a slightly horrible edge to it. Yeah. Because she said she was doing the research about the mourning and then Stefano took her to go and see his great aunt, who was a professional mourner, and then she sort of gave that demonstration of like the heartbreaking mourning song. That they yeah. do at funerals. Yeah. And she left she, she left um she left her a tip, which I thought was <laughs> really <laughs> offensive.
0: She just left her some cash. Like, oh thanks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she she was she was quite an unusual. <laughs> she was quite an unusual character. Yeah, it was it was an odd. It was an odd read.
0: <laughs> it was. I'd also like to share that the bookmark that I use so I tend to I tend to use bookmarks which are sort of sentimental items, postcards that people have sent. This time I was using I don't know if you recognise this hand yes it's a it's a postcard <laughs> that han sent me which has a cat on the front and it has like a kind of jammy dodger type thing around its neck and it says biscat on it which was i think it was sent for my moving house and it says dear maddie we hope your paws have been well and truly buttered in your new home <laughs> as this lovely biscat.
1: <laughs> but do you know what the you knew what the battered paws was a reference to
0: well I did but only because we talked about it before and when we first talked about it I think maybe it was actually A1 that mentioned it. A1 mm. is Hannah's partner and I do remember thinking I don't know what you're talking about so <laughs> I think I had to I think I had to ask him for clarity <laughs> on the buttered paws thing.
1: Yeah yeah so when you get a new kitten or you have to move a kitten from one house to another you're supposed to put butter on their paws so that they have positive feelings towards their new home, I think it's a reflection of the book that we've we've become distracted so so quickly. Yeah, I don't um, really have much else to say about it. Do you? No, no, neither do I. Apart from that quotation, was misleading. Yeah, it was misleading. I feel very misleading.
0: We need a golden oldie for the next. Book of choice, don't we?
1: Yeah, well, you'll be choosing the next one, so you have that in your hand. You do. We'll mm. 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 thinking about what can we learn as adults oh, yes. perhaps. What we can learn is don't trust one source of evidence because I read that one sentence <laughs> about, it, <laughs> about it being Elena Ferrante style. Interesting, sensitive, top notch, who done it, and it misled me.
0: And you went, oh, great, noted, I will read this. Do you think that's all we've cu- we could take from this? I think it might be. The front oh, cover no, has the good. quote, um, a powerful story that questions how deeply we can ever know one another so maybe it's saying don't trust anyone
1: don't trust take, anyone
0: take that forward we don't we don't really know anyone unless <laughs> we can't rule anyone out on their good word
1: that's true we can't rule anyone out and i shouldn't take any evidence on its own at face value no indeed everything needs to be corroborated okay well okay well do you want to move to scoring no it's very very swift but yeah let's do that I need to say let's do it okay (laughs) so after three
0: I have a question are we marking this as a book or are we marking this as a murder mystery
1: (laughs) I think we've got to mark it as a murder mystery haven't we because that is what we're all about yeah and it's it's unfortunate for the book that I chose it for a murder mystery <laughs> and maybe there was sort of choose chooser error there, but we we've, we've got to go. we got, got to go, go with, with we got to go with it, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm ready. On three. Okay. On three, yeah. yeah. Okay, so one, two, three. Two So <laughs> Maddie, <laughs> Maddie has given it two out of ten. What have you and given it? I can't see I your I've given it oh, you can't see my hand. I have given it three i have given so it sorry three, i don't think i don't think you can be like ten.
0: that outrage about me giving it a two when you gave it a three <laughs>
1: that
0: actually oh, puts I... it as lower than whose body which okay. actually is interesting because i think whose body was a murder mystery but writing wise very different very different quality <laughs>
1: this this is the first book no 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 i think i chose whose body which we didn't really enjoy okay this is the second book where I do feel some remorse for choosing it I've, I've <laughs> <laughs> I don't think but that's I bad that's not a bad hit rate
0: that's no, not fine. a bad hit rate
1: no okay. and
0: actually I think I've had many more where I felt bad yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> attempts to sort of placate me there yes you Maybe. have made some poor choices hold about second, reading hold
1: a second. This is this is big news, because <laughs> Whose Body was actually the first ever murder mystery we read together as part of our, our book club, it was on 12th of July 2019, we actually gave that an eight. Oh, man. Collected that's got a lot more. No, it's it, the it, same. It, oh, no, no, it's no, it's more. Three plus two is
0: five. five. <laughs> <laughs> but... It was a murder mystery, even though it wasn't good. That is true. Dorothy L. Sayers, who wrote Whose Body, I know you don't like this programme, but I do. It came up on pointless.
1: <laughs> oh, did it?
0: It was, there was a whole round of murder mystery questions. She was the lowest <clears throat> score on the whole board. Of course I smashed it.
1: Of course. Of course. <laughs> from me two from you a total of five <laughs> um what should we have as our sentence
0: okay so what do we want to communicate we want to say not a murder mystery <laughs> mystery no sorry murder but no mystery but there There's was a mystery. a mystery there was hmm. M- more maybe something like more of a an exploration of the human nature than a murder mystery
1: <laughs> not i'll put not i soften it a bit by putting in really so i'll put not really <laughs> mystery, <laughs> but exploration of human nature we'll just move on we'll just move on okay pretend we never read it. so for this episode's case notes I have a visual aid. Woohoo! Now, I have this visual aid because you mentioned you do like a visual (laughs) aid. (laughs) And I I thought it might be helpful for the case. So, the visual aid that we have is a map of the Brunel Museum, which is where the salmon was poached. Oh, very nice. Oh, i'm surprised you haven't had that already you actually I are think... you're
0: in a very cheeky mood today i like it
1: i am in a cheeky mood a mischievous mood yeah okay so yeah this is sort of the like the rough plan do you
0: know what i like about the of picture the museum. obviously yeah. other than the fact that
1: you've done this which
0: is adorable it's actually the fact that in the tables at the front which have the next sort of next to the green area there are these white tables with black spots on they look like googly eyes
1: they They really do so I found I found this map um on on the website so obviously it does need some adjustments okay to to reflect the layout that we had at the wedding so I thought we could sort of quickly do that now yeah, so I've got I've got a copy, a printed copy of the map, <laughs> and I've got the uh, pencil as well. So where it says bar on the map, yeah, I think that was actually where we had the pig.
0: Yeah, I agree. Therefore, the salmon, so, the green circles are. It was there. Yeah, that's what I thought.
1: I mean, I don't actually know because I I don't I don't remember seeing the table. So well, where's the
0: ta- You wouldn't remember seeing the salmon because it was gone.
1: Yeah, exactly. Quite. So if I draw a line... Yeah. Like that. that yeah, was that's the table.
0: the table. I just want to say as well, that is the table in my mind, in my memory. So people do remember things wrong.
1: Okay, well, what I'm doing is I am put table, I have put a little note. I'm going to put, as Maddie remembers.
0: As she thinks.
1: Exactly. And suspects-wise... <laughs> So, where do you think people were?
0: There were loads of people inside still. In the bit on the map where you've got 6.4 meters, there are lots of people in that section there because it was, and that those front gates were open, weren't they? And so people were sort of milling around in that sort of general area yeah. uh, outside. But then people who weren't there tended to be out the back by the green squares. But there weren't yeah. many. I'd say, comparatively, more people. We're not there.
1: Okay, on my physical map, I've just drawn like loads of little people <laughs> inside, and then I'm just do a smattering, a smattering here. Okay, well, I think that's useful. I think that's useful for visualizing.
0: I'm very pleased to hear. Great. What great.
1: I may do is present this map <laughs> to some other people and, I'll and ask them what they, they say. <laughs> what time possibly. where were you at this time <laughs> yeah possibly or even just to check in about you know where they thought the table was if i find someone who actually saw the salmon then i should definitely be
0: should definitely talk to them
1: definitely talk to them here ends case notes case notes closed. today case notes close
0: Slightly, slightly sort of sadder tone, not sad, but a a concerning tone. We had to take the lads to the vets this week because one of them was unwell. But the main issue was, which I think adds an element of mystery, important given the podcast theme, we didn't know which one. So we, we sort of, (laughs) we found. How did you not know? Because they, it, how graphic do I have to go here?
1: you you found some evidence I found some, I found found some evidence, evidence. <laughs> one of them was sick but I
0: wasn't able to identify where that come from <laughs> and so I had to take the both of the vets called the vets they said yeah bring them both in took them I would say the noise that they make when you put them in the carriers sounds like a sort of seven year old boy saying no which is really sad it Turned out that essentially hastings the the sort of less intelligent of the two ate somebody's ate out of someone's bin and therefore <laughs> got a dodgy belly so oh no um, hastings what are you doing he's, he's absolutely fine but was obviously quite disgruntled with this with the trip i'd say he knew he'd done wrong because he was like <laughs> much more kind of compliant getting into the carrier i think he knew he'd made a mistake but he's fine so i guess in terms of lessons for our learnings for our cases not a huge amount aside from sort of steering clear of anything that we might find within the bin and if we do find it in the bin don't eat
1: it uh, i mean that is that is. <laughs> That is helpful advice. In, I think so. In fact, beyond beyond the podcast, helpful life advice.
0: Don't eat stuff from other people's bins at all, <laughs> whether you're researching a mystery or not. So <laughs> it, was a big th- it was a big thing for him to have learned. I hope he has learned his lesson, but I'd be surprised.
1: Oh, Hastings. Poor Hastings. But is he back to health now? He was
0: back to health within about a day. I think oh, he basically right. did okay. it and then was like, oh, how embarrassing. They've taken me to the vets. So I've been like, he basically got like the equivalent of dobbed in. <laughs> when well, you get dobbed in when you're 14 there are at school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. I also oh, have well. a, um, a Hastings quote as well this week. Not obviously from my actual cat.
1: But from <laughs> really big news. Yeah. Like- he
0: actually spoke. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, amazing I would
0: make the news I think uh, and I have a quote from <laughs> from Hastings the character so oh
1: right okay now nice. yeah so
0: my my dad is quite is quite amused by kept by Hastings the character and he'll quite regularly send me like a kind of a picture or a clip or something and he sent me one recently there's a picture of Hastings looking quite earnest and it's captioned by my father Poirot is annoyed because Hastings has interrupted the murder investigation <laughs> to go and play golf with his pal Stiffy Benton <laughs> yeah uh,
1: what a name
0: not, not actually a learning other than you know golf is distracting but just a little tidbit
1: a little tidbit yes that was that was brilliant. excellent percule poirot and we of course all wish hastings (laughs) speedy recovery so maddie it's your turn to choose the next book have you got a title in mind
0: i do indeed i have gone for crossed skis an alpine mystery by carol carnac carol carnac spelled c-a-r-n-a-c And hoping basically that it will be a kind of return to the classic who've done it and they'll be stuck up a mountain so we'll have to be a, a finite number of people it could be i like those ones
1: brilliant so if you would like to read the book ahead of next episode then we will be discussing cross skis by Carol Carnac. If you'd like to support your local independent bookshop then do check out hive.co.uk. If you enjoyed today's episode then please subscribe, rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast. You can also get in touch with us through email. Our email address is missingsalmoncase at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram You can find us at Missing Salmon Case. On Instagram, we post bonus material, including live updates from Case Notes and Percule Poirot. Until next time, keep sleeping, Miss Amy.